Hello again and welcome to A Woman's Place. Um, I hope you're all keeping well. We are sometime in February, depending on when you're listening to this, 2020. Um, it's been, it's been a hard lockdown, lockdown, not gonna lie. Um, but between all the misery and the doom scrolling and the descent into madness, there is Um, and I've been a bit hopeless myself, not being able to find strength in my own self to get up every day and, uh, spend most of the morning, you know, balled up. But, um, I decided that there was somewhere that I had untapped strength and that is the people of the past and um, those people who despite everything you know they stood up and and tried and kept going and so I don't really have to believe in the future or even myself but to look at those who, especially from this country, who who overcame. And I understand that, like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we are in a very privileged position. But at the same time, I don't think that human beings have had had to go through this level of isolation ever um I could be wrong but we're practically five months in isolation in Ireland so it's taking its toll on a lot of people so I've been downloading some podcasts I've been going for a walk every day because I usually don't get out of the house but um I was into blind boy actually great I uh, um I never listened to his podcast before um and I was actually delighted by it um I'm actually going to do a review of the podcast that I listened to but so far this week I've listened to Russell Brand my absolute fave um Tend Your Garden their first uh the first episode was recommended to me by my sister Blind Boy and you know the fave uh Bobo Bobo's Void and I'm going to give her another, she's another one out today, Bobo and Flex as well, who are an Australian and South African woman. Um, you should check those out, they're um, very enjoyable. But anyway, um, I I had this idea to do these letters, to read these letters, because, well, number one, I don't have to do anything. And number two, I was interested in learning about this woman um, and reading about the things that she had to do in order to survive. Um, But also because I don't know much about her. Actually, despite her being, um, you know, a cultural icon. So what better way to read about Constance Makovic than to uh, read her own words. Makovic, Markovic, I hope I'm saying that right. Um, 
so I have these letters, um, the uh, letters of Constance Makovic. Now, I'm not going to say how I got them in case someone comes on me for copyright or whatever, but it'll be fine, you know, I'll just delete it if, um, if they don't like it. Just don't tell anyone. Hey, just don't tell anyone. But I'm not going to tell you how I got them. Uh, but I think they're they're hers, right? I mean, they're part of our, our cultural legacy, so they shouldn't be behind a paywall. So I want to read you her letters. Um, so I think there's just three um, from this period. Um, it's called On the Run, the Black and Tan period, probably all 1920. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoy this and I hope you get to know her a bit better, as I will. I've only read the first two so far. And yeah. Darling, I was so glad to hear from you. What on earth is the meaning of their latest move? It's such a funny selection. Old Kelly always describes himself as a man of peace, and it is an admirable description. Irvine is quite unknown to most people. Was it not lucky that I was away? I hear that Mrs. C asked to see the warrant and that the detective in charge says, said there was none. She then asked what I was charged with and they said they did not know. They had orders to arrest me and that was all. There was some police and a lorry load of soldiers and they searched the house to her amusement. She made them look everywhere and waste a lot of time. If you see Cecile, you might try and find out with what awful crime I am charged with this time. It's enough to make anyone curious. I have a sort of feeling that it may mean strained relations with America and nothing more. We have created a delightful situation in America for the enemy, thank God. G's return with his tail between his leg, legs is rather significant. It was wonderful, when you think, come to think of it, how few were caught. Of course, we are all on the run most of the time and no one who respects themselves lives much in their own homes. Wasn't it a shame to stop, stop the Onok? It was just a fair, nothing more. You hire a stall and sell. Shopkeepers in industry count on making a nice few pound and manufacturers hope to get Irish goods on the market through it. It was political to the extent that it is organised to help Irish industry and trade to hold their own against English, German or any other foreign industry or agencies. It gets customers for the shops that are willing to put themselves out in their efforts to help their country's struggling industries. Of course, this is treason, as the enemy wish all Irish men and women to immigrate or starve. Im attributed all the trouble in Ireland to the stoppage of immigration during the war. Ooh, that's interesting, isn't it? Hmm. Maybe there'll be... This is, this is me now, not herself... Maybe there'll be a bit of trouble in Ireland because there's stoppage to immigration in 2020 and 2021. Hmm. I believe the English are trying to goad us into another rebellion so as to murder a large number of, of intelligent and brave patriots. Everything that is done that way. But I hope that the country is too well in hand for anything of the sort to occur. The people are wonderfully steadfast under the most ridiculous persecution and provocation. 
No one knows at what moment they may be arrested on some vague charge, and any house may be raided at any moment. The police are employed entirely as an army of the occupation, and I believe that there are several gangs of English thieves making themselves very busy. This does not, of course, get into the papers, but our own crowd are constantly held up and robbed, both in their homes and on the streets. One of T's sisters married Sean M. the other day, and as they were going home one night last week from their, her people's house in Brunswick Street to the Queen's Square, they ta- saw two soldiers and a civilian hold up a man with revolvers. They ran. The, robber, the robbers had white handkerchiefs over the lower part of their faces. Next day, they found that quite a lot of people had been stopped and relieved of their watches, money and jewellery. This is an everyday occurrence just now, and invariably some of the assailants are soldiers. It is generally supposed that Barton, the detective, was shot by one of these gangs as he was employed for years in hunting down the cross-channel thieves, but of course it's put down to put down as a Sinn Féin outrage. Just another aside, because I'm going to tag Mary Lou now in this. This is like... If she's, are you listening, Mary Lou, Mary Lou, Mary Lou? Oh, from a high, oh, Mary Lou, I'm so in love with you. Um, God, how things won't change. But what about the Ra? Shed and Fane, where were they in 1824? <sighs> back to, back to the letter. No one can see any sense in the motor permit or order except to cripple Irish trade. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Um, motors have been very little used by us except in elections. We have not the money. Of course, SFS, SF traders can be hit that way and their business is ruined. All this fuss may be to upset our organisations for the elections and to prevent our people in the slums learning the intricacies of PR, but I don't think that the enemy will gain much. The situation appeals to the imagination of the people, and they love the excitement. They are not afraid, and they have a great sense of humour. It gives them endless joy when they outwit the Hun and vast and pompous military raids result in the arrest of two harmless pacifists. How's your health? I hope that you are none the worse for your excursions during my visit. I'm going to keep quiet for a bit and then dodge them and go around as usual, about as usual, as there is much to be done. So that's the first letter. She's very funny. Um, and, ra- you know, she has... Yeah, she uh, she reminds me of myself actually. She's gone. Actually, you know, she just reminds me of of Irish women. They just like ramble off. What about this thing now? And like, but um, gosh, she talked about like fifty million things there. What is PR? I wonder. Indices of PR. Learning. Parliamentary, something maybe. I don't know. So the next one is. The next one, uh, somewhere in Ireland. This is written from. They don't know, obviously, because she was in. She was on the run. It's called "On the Run." The title of this. So, somewhere in Ireland. Beloved old darling. Gosh, she's a bit of a charm, isn't she? 
I have success. I'm going to start calling someone that now. Beloved old darling. Oh, Ariel. I've succeeded in getting Ocean at last. Ocean at last. It was evidently secondhand, as it was cut. P.S. O'Hagerty had been looking for it since I was on the run. Awfully funny things are happening. We managed to have many a good laugh. The en- enemy raided Mrs. F and found only two women in the house. They tried to terrorise her into telling them where her husband was. In the middle of the altercation, the lights went out. It was a penny in the slot machine. The, offered or- the or- officer ordered her to put in a penny. She refused point blank. Put it in her yourself, she said, and she watched them relighting the gas. They went away empty-handed, and the offer saying that they would get him in spite of her. A thousand thanks for your letter and the lovely gift, which actually got to me in time. I was delighted and overjoyed and surprised. It's wonderful to have a birthday on the run. It's an awfully funny experience. Mrs C will tell you some of it. I spoke five times to various women in the elections and had some very narrow shaves. At one place, I spoke for Joan, and they sent an army, just about an hour too late. At another, I was wildly and blindly charged through, uh, I wildly and blindly charged through a squad of armed police sent there to arrest me, and the crowd swallowed me up and got me away. The children did the trick for me. Of course, I don't keep quiet, and on the on the other night, I followed some of the army of occupation round about the streets. They had a huge covered wagon, and they seized see some fellows and put them inside and searched them. They charged the crowd with bayonets too, and the children were knocked down and terrified, and women too. Sean and some boys were held up by the detectives late last night when they were leaving the public library. One of them said he thought there was a detective watching and the people reading when two men stepped past them and poked revolvers at them through their pockets in the American way and said that they were talking to the, th- talking of them and demanded to know what they were saying. Of course, they were just humbugged and the two men finally moved away. So that is the second letter. Interesting how they the children did the trick for me, she says how they um how the public were you know protected protected her. so the next one again on the run um you were an angel to send me such an interesting parcel thank you so much and esther too for the book now are you taking notes gentle listener listen to the way this woman is um complimenting me and thanking you were an absolute angel to send me such an interesting parcel an interesting parcel that's such a nice way of putting it you'd be delighted i sent a hampered between the two of you i hope you got it all right i had to get someone to choose the contents as i was taking no risks before christmas as i did not want to have one at liberty I told them to put in a turkey for Esther and other can, 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 carnivorous, can, carnivorous friends. It is awfully funny being on the run. 
I don't know which I resemble most, the timid hare, the wily fox, or a fierce wild animal of the jungle. She gets a good kick out of this, I'd say. She loves it. She's having an all-adventure. I go about a lot, one way and the other, and every house is open to me, and everyone is reading to help, ready to help. I fly around the town on my bike for exercise, and it is too funny seeing the expression on the policemen's faces that they see me whiz by. There are very few women on bikes in the winter, so a hunted beast on a bike is very remarkable. Things are going ahead all right, so it does not much matter. People are subscribing to, subscribing to the loan in spite of, or perhaps because of, the fact that there has been made a jailable crime by the enemy. I wonder how you are getting along and how you spent Christmas. I had two Christmas dinners at the two extremes of Dublin, and had quite a cheery time, everyone congratulating me on not having been at home. Poor Alderman Kay. No one can understand why he was taken. He was a pacifist, and he was never mixed up with anything violent. The housing of the poor and building up industry was his line. His nickname, given to him by himself, <laughs> was the Man of Peace. Some of them think that a plot is being fabricated to prove that everyone who has been keeping rather quiet was engaged in secretly conspiring to shoot policemen. But I think that this too absurd a lie, even even for L1, G, M and Co. You can write to me at any friend's address or at Liberty Hall. I will always keep in touch when I move around and my letters get to me all right. So that is the second last one we're coming up on the last one now. So you can see that she... <laughs> Having a great old time whizzing about the, the country. No date, no address. Dearest old darling. I was much relieved to read the list of things that S wants. It does not look as if he were in any great straits to live. I had quite a happy laugh when I read the list of frivolities that he wants. Evidently he can't be in serious want or any real danger. Such a blessing. I doubt if one could get all he wants for £20. Of course, he has no idea of prices. Do you think that anyone could be found to bring him sweets? Stockings, handkerchiefs and sweets and tobacco are the only things that would be practical to send. There is no use sending hats, gloves or shoes on chance. I can't get any of his things at present and I think it really would be folly to send him things like English novels just now. I fancy that the camera, handbag and footwear were all stolen. The clothes were all too small. He exchanged his cab and truck for mine and it has vanished. Of course I will send him things in place of them in time, but just now seems rather a bad time. When I was on the continent, English cameras were a great nuisance, for you could not get plates to fit and it would probably be better for him to get a French or German camera. Would not the person who takes clothes bring a business letter open just to tell him these things. I am sorry too that there was no woman in the Albert Hall. I, spo I suppose that Mrs. Schiff could not get away. She is the president of the Court of Conscience, Mrs. Clark of the Children's Court and Mrs. Wise Power, chairman of the Pur Public Health Board, 
so the women have done well in the corporation. It was very difficult to get women to stand for municipal honours. It was part of our policy to run women. I could not get any woman to stand in either of the wards in S. Patrick's. I got Mrs. Clark, who of course headed the poll, and Mrs. M., a stranger to them. But the committee, mostly men, worked hard for her, and it was given out that they had selected her because I was not qualified to stand myself. And more that more than all, she is pleasant and has a good personality and the right kind of brains. But most people who got the votes got them because they were known personally to the voters. And men, as well as women, who were on the ticket did not get in, not being known. Sean is working hard to, to get into college and Maeve herself is very busy. She seems quite fit and well and is, look, is looking lovely, though thin. Isn't that, <laughs> despite her being thin, she's looking well. Um, it's a compliment back in the day. Sean is working hard. Oh, I said that already. It is rather weary when the Englishman pack <laughs> are in full cry after you. <laughs> That's funny. It is rather weary when the Englishman pack are in full cry after you, though I get a lot of fun out of, the, out of it. Even the hunted hare must have a quiet laugh sometimes. You don't know what a joke it is sometimes to speak at meetings and get through with it in spite of their guns and tanks and soldiers and police. I had some very narrow shaves. The other night I knocked around with a raiding party and watched them insult the crowd. I was among the people and I went right up to the store street police barracks where the military and police lined up before going home. Night after night they wake people up and carry off someone. They don't seem to mind who. Some of the people they took lately did not belong to our crowd at all. When they could not find Mick S, they took his old father, aged 60, and his baby brothers. Mrs C had a very funny scene with them. They found a pair of socks in her old room and asked whose they were in a most insulting manner. Of course she gave it to them hot. She wound up saying that even Sinn Feiners occasionally put on clean stockings when they still continued to believe that they were not her husbands. <laughs> I'll say that again. She wound up saying that even Sinn Feiners occasionally put on clean so stockings when they still continued to believe that they were not her husbands. Of course, I can't tell you how people escape and where they all are because of the enemy's accursed spies who open our letters. We all have very cheerful news from Dev and we feel sure that we are at the end of British tyranny over here. And that's that now. Wasn't that very interesting? Isn't it very interesting that despite being, you know, a fugitive, you're, you're still like... Talking about ordinary things and, um, yeah, just there's little little nuggets in there that are so interesting. Like the, is she describing internment? Is that what she's describing there when she's saying that they they're taking people 
No, they're taking people. That's what they're just, she's describing there. They're just coming into the, they're just coming into the, um, the houses and taking whoever. So that's a little nugget. I think this is far more interesting, hey, than, um, than reading a synopsis. Um, so, yeah, I think I'll do, there's a, there's a good few more letters that I have, so I will, for sure, there's some from Mountjoy and Cork Jail, so I'll for sure do another, um, round of these. Um, if you enjoyed this, make sure to smack that last button and um, something, um, Give us a like on the old Twitter and the old IG gram. Send us a little message. Screenshot this the podcast and uh, put it on your story. Tag us. And then what we'll do is we'll be like, oh my God, thank you so much. And um, we'll share it on our story and then we'll like bond over that, you know. Um. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, that was a joy to read. And I look forward to learning more about her life on the run with you in the coming months. Cheerio! No. Slán